Hey beautiful, welcome back to the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Impet. You guys know me. I am always preaching how powerful it is to learn how to gain control of our mindset, to be able to sift through all of the thoughts going on within our heads and get rid of the ones that no longer serve us. So I wanted to bring on one of my beautiful friends. Her name is Marley. She is just so fantastic at explaining limiting beliefs and really painting this picture for us. So we have a better understanding and we can kind of recognize what some of our own limiting beliefs may be. Marley is the owner of Creative and Conscious and she specializes in limiting beliefs and tackling our mindset. So you guys are gonna love her. There is so much valuable information in this episode. So grab a notebook if you're not driving because this will be a good one to jot down some notes. So Marley, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing your heart with us. I'm Marley. I started a company called Creative and Conscious. We specifically dive into those limiting beliefs, those things that have held you back in your life. And what I really like to get into is those people who have specifically been like pushing their whole lives. So say you've had this goal where you're just like, oh, and it's been the same goal for 10 years over and over, right? So those people are my favorite because it's like, I can undo their belief right then in five minutes and then they can see it. And as soon as you undo the belief, you can understand, okay, holy shit, that's what's been holding me back this whole time. And then you rewrite that and you move from there. Life isn't so much of an uphill battle when you're willing to dive in and understand what's going on in your mind. Right. Well, and, and, and is the, is the hill even real? Are you, are you creating the hill? Are you putting the mountain on your path? Right. Mm -hmm. Everything that you want is created in your mind first. Right. Mm -hmm. So are you putting it, are you putting a mile and a mountain in between you and what you want? Mm -hmm. Or are you making it just around the corner? You get that choice. Wow. Right. Magical. Yeah. That's so, it's so cool when you get into it. Yeah. So tell us, but yeah, so, how, how did this become like such a big part of your life? How did, how did this company come yeah. to life? Tell us more about it. Yeah. So um, it's so funny because I just did that uh, Facebook challenge, like now to 10 years ago thing yep. or your first Facebook picture or whatever. And uh, it just brought back so many memories because 10 years ago was when I really started on this journey. And I came out of um, a really dark time of, you know, just a tumultuous relationship, living in just like this wasteland of this party lifestyle that was no longer the fun party lifestyle. You know what I mean? It became a habit. And I had just pulled myself out of that and was starting to to find myself again and starting to say like, okay, who is Marley? Because I had lost myself so completely. Mm. And, um, and that was where my journey began. And I from there just became totally obsessed with like, what is the potential of the human mind, right? What are we capable of doing and who, who's putting the limitation on us? Mm. And when you really start to break it all down, you see that there's nothing outside of yourself, right? Limitations, not real, right? Our human minds are capable of anything that we decide that they are and you get to choose what you want for your existence. And so 10 years ago, started doing this work, just really diving into myself. And it's not that it was easy, right? It was definitely not. a ton of, of up and down and insecurity and breaking down things and understanding, you know, everything that has been in your past has built you into the person that you are, but has also conditioned you to hold back, mm. right? So you have to, to dive into all of that and start Ooh, to break it down. Conditioned you to hold back. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because, and I'll tell you why your subconscious mind, its sole purpose is to keep you alive, right? Mm -hmm. To keep you safe. So think about when you're um, with your friends in a crowd, whatever, 
you don't, your subconscious mind will keep you from standing out mm -hmm. because if you blend in to your crowd, then you're safe. Right. Yeah, Think about like a, yeah, we'll take it, take it into nature. Think about the, um, the albino wolf, right? Mm -hmm. The albino wolf doesn't blend in to the rest of the, um, the pack, right? So mm -hmm. he has more of a chance of less survival because he can be spotted. Mm -hmm. So we are naturally conditioned to blend in, don't stand out, don't go above the crowd, don't lead, because our mind sees that as uh, suicide. Wow. Right. So that's why they tell you, yeah, that's why they, um, you know, you've heard that phrase before of if you, the fastest way to up level is to surround yourself with people who are already doing it yeah. because your subconscious mind will make you blend in level. with them. Yeah. Level yeah. Up. It will make you blend in. Yeah. yeah. So for survival. And so it's like, how do we hack our subconscious mind to our advantage? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what I do now, you know, and, and it's, it's a continuous constant journey of learning because there's just so much we don't know about ourselves. But, um, yeah, so 10 years of personal development journey. And then I, I'm really big on seasons. And what I realized was that I was in like a decade of winter and winter is that time where you, you you're inward, you're discovering yourself, you're mm -hmm. learning. And I spent a decade just learning me, understanding wow. me. Right. Wow. And, Not many and then people I can say that that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a conscious choice. It was just like, it was just where I was. It was what I needed. It was your yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, I got to the point where I was so, I'd so filled up. I knew I just got to this point where it was overflowing and I just knew I had to create a company and just start sharing it with others. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then that's the transition into spring, which is creation. And so that's, that's when I launched the company and, and looking back on it, I can't even totally tell you how or why or any of that. It, it just came to be, you know, it just, it just felt purpose. like this. Yeah. So alive. Yeah. 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 It just felt this pull and, and I launched it and, um, and it took off out the gate and, um, it's been amazing in here. I am, How so. exciting. I'm so happy. Yeah. So Thank happy. you. Yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah. It's been a really, so, really cool so journey. I'm just so excited to have you on the show because, you know, a lot of the listeners are people who are into fitness or interested in fitness and, mm -hmm. and really wanting to, you know, feel a little bit healthier and more fit every single day. But I just truly believe that, you know, so many people skip a step and they skip that step one. And that step one is that really inner deep soul searching and really learning yeah. how to love and appreciate the body that you were blessed with. You know, so many people take right. their own body for granted. They forget. I always say, you don't sit there and think about your fingernails growing. Your fingernails are just growing. Like our bodies are magical. And so many people are just, they, they, you know, they look at themselves as the fat that they have. They let that mm. kind of like rule and dictate how they feel about themselves. So I know you can help us break this down a little bit. And I'm really excited to kind of dive into this because that first step, really getting to know yourself and learning how to love and appreciate yourself, then you move forward into the fitness and the nutrition, and you're just going to have such different, longer lasting results. Yeah. Oh, totally. So many things came to me when you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> for, well, first of all, um, we live in an inclusive universe, right? So whatever you focus on grows. So that, that's the first beginning of everything. If I'm focusing on, I need to lose weight and body hate, 
those things are, are what's going to grow. So mm. your need to lose weight gets bigger, right? So it's going to keep you in a state of needing to lose weight because the universe is saying, oh, that's what you're focusing on. That's what you want. You, you want to need to lose weight. Yeah. I remember, I remember when I was personally right there and I was like, I was like so fearful as if I was like running out of time to lose weight or something like that. And it was yeah. like so much pressure on myself. I'm like, I need to lose weight tomorrow. It needs to happen. And it's like, it's that cycle. You get stuck in that like vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. I remember even as young as, so I went through my, my body issues super young. It started when I was 10, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, I remember going, going through puberty yep. Yep. <laughs> and you know, you, you get the body changes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I remember putting on my, my favorite jeans that were now really tight and praying to wake up in the morning to have lost weight. Oh my right. God. Like it was, it was going to like be squeezed. But we don't, <laughs> yeah, it's just going to, God's going to make it disappear. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so how do we, and it's such a metaphor for life, right? How do we embrace the changes that are coming and see them for what they're really meant to be, right? Like mm -hmm. puberty and my body changing its shape into curvaceous and woman mm -hmm. is actually a very wonderful thing. But in the mindset that we have in the current state, we see it as, no, I don't want that. That's, that's working against my goals, right? Mm -hmm. So how can we look at what's happening as forwarding your goals? And so I tell my girls this all the time, what's happening now is part of the manifestation of what you want, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the root. So mm -hmm. if you reject the root, the flower doesn't blossom. Yeah. So you have to accept where you are in order to move from that place, right? Mm -hmm. And love it and nurture it. Does that make sense? Mm, if you reject the root, the flower doesn't bloom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So bringing in that self-love of, you know, anything that we do from a place of love grows and blossoms, mm -hmm. right? When we do something from a place of fear, that's when we get this kind of like rigidy, like janky energy of an outcome because it's not coming from a place that, um, that's, that stems in love. You know, we mm -hmm. can't, you can't have an outcome be love when you're rooted in fear. Yeah. It has to come from love to blossom love, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, how can I start from love here? Mm -hmm. How can I see where I am? Just an acceptance, accepting where you are does not mean you're stuck there. It's really the key to move forward. So if you think about if I'm rejecting something, I'm like, I'm holding it out. I'm holding it in place. Like, don't come near me. I'm rejecting you. I'm holding it away from myself. But in that rejection, you are stuck as well, because if you're holding it, you can't move either. Mm -hmm. So if you accept it, you allow that flow of energy to happen and it can just flow on past you. And in acceptance mm -hmm. is how we allow it to move forward. Mm -hmm. Like I accept, accept where I am, yeah. flow, and then trust from there. And it's just, it's so amazing when you get to that place of acceptance, how freeing it feels. It just feels so good to accept yeah. It, it's like this liberation, yeah. right? It's like, this is where I am. Okay, cool. 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 It's a journey, it's a right? Journey. Like we, yeah, we live, we live for goals and that's great, right? Goals are, goals are what um, instigate our growth. And that's fantastic. You will never be able to not goal set because that's just who we are as humans. That's how we're programmed, right? If we're not growing, we're dying. Mm -hmm. But life happens on the in-between, right? Mm -hmm. That's where the, the adventures and the twists and the turns and the amazing people that you meet and the cool experiences you have that you get to tell stories about happens on the journey. It doesn't happen in the goal, right? Mm -hmm. It happens mm -hmm. along the way, yeah. but the goal is the reason for the journey, right? It's really just the excuse to have the journey. Yeah. We set the goal to have the life, 
right? Mm -hmm. And so as you can get present, that's really just, that's the key to happiness, right? Of noticing, okay, I'm setting a goal. And instead of saying, I'll be happy when I get there, it's like the journey to this goal is going to be so freaking cool. Yes. Right? Oh, I love how you said that too, because so many people are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so happy when I get this 30 pounds off my body. And it's like, yeah. are you, are you going to be happy just yeah. when you get there? Yeah. No. Right. Because it's the second and even before you achieve it, say you're at 25 pounds, you will have already set your next goal. Right. Yeah. So you, you live in this perpetual state of goal achievement versus being present to what's actually happening right now. Right. <laughs> and so it's, and the like, so say in your example, if you want to set a goal to leave, to lose 30 pounds and again, inclusive universe, right? So setting a goal to gain five pounds of muscle is a much more achievable goal than to lose 30 pounds because gaining inclusive universe, the universe will say, okay, she wants this or setting a goal to be fit includes mm-hmm. something in your experience versus trying to get rid of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to lose 30 pounds or I want to gain five pounds of muscle the person, the journey that that sets shifts you as a person, right? It shifts you an entirely new identity. So it's not exactly that I want to lose 30 pounds. It's that I want to shift my identity and go on this journey that up levels me to the next level version of me. Mm-mm, what a nice way of right? putting that. Yeah. So it's not even about your body. Like at the end of the day, yeah. it's about what's going on inside, right? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the... Um, the transi- transition to the person I know I'm called to be. Yes. Right? Wow. I have to like let that yeah. seep in for a minute. And I just, I loved how you said too, like explaining the inclusiveness, because that is it's mm. really like, even if, even if your goal may be to lose that 30 pounds, maybe focusing on building strength, adding strength to your body. Yeah. It's just such a better way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you, then you focus on the nourishment, then you focus on the, um, the abundance of health versus the deprivation of food or calories. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to feel better, right? That comes from a place of love, right? Saying I need, I need to lose 30 pounds is rejecting your body for one, rejecting as it is, right? Versus saying like, I want to do this because my body deserves to feel good. My body deserves to feel light. My body deserves to be able to go hike or do whatever it is that I want to do. And it feel good, right? That's a, that's a much different intention versus I just want to lose 30 pounds so I can be skinny. Yeah. You know, there's not much motivation in that either. It's just like, it's just like, it's like a, um, just like a loose, I don't know what the word is. Just like not a solid energy in that. Yeah. That's for sure. So much more intention. Yeah. I love that. Wow. That's such a great way. I hope everyone's listening up right now. You should have a notebook. (laughs) (laughs) And then can you, you know, can you lower the bar for what it means to achieve that? Right. Mm. So if we have, um, in our heads, the only way, say you have another, if you're wanting to lose weight, a better way to do it, if you have like a certain pound pound that you want to weigh, which I'm not a big advocate of, but if yeah. you do, it's better to focus on how much you want to weigh versus I need to lose this. Ooh, that's but a good say I, Yeah. I say I want to weigh 120 pounds. We make up these rules in our head, going back to your beliefs, we make up mm. these rules in our heads of what it's going to take to achieve that. Right. Mm. So it's like, okay, if I want to weigh 120 pounds, then that means I can only eat 1200 calories a day and I have to work out two hours a day and blah, blah, blah. Like you're bringing in all these requirements to achieve that. Yeah. 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 And back to your point Mm -hmm. on a timeline, 
right? Mm -hmm. So what if we lower the bar of what we have to do to achieve that? Mm -hmm. What if all you need to do is bring in more vegetables into your diet for the day? Mm -hmm. What if that's it, right? What if you make up these rules that are achievable for you that are Mm -hmm. nourishing versus like deprivation or saying, you know, I have to like starve myself or go into a calorie deficit or, you know, all of those things. What if it's just, I just need to move my body in some way today, whether it's dance or walk or whatever it is I need to do. And I need to add broccoli to my lunch, right? Like lower the bar for what you have to do to achieve that goal because you get to decide. Yeah, yeah, because I'm always sharing with people, you know, um, for so so many years in my life when I was so had so much pressure on myself, I was always getting so upset because I would set these goals for myself and I would tell myself that I was going to do mm-hmm. certain things and then I wouldn't do them. And I felt like I yep. was always breaking promises to myself. And because I was breaking mm-hmm. promise after promise after promise, it just made me want to throw in the towel altogether. Yes. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. Okay. So two things there. One, if you are constantly breaking the, um, the agreements that you Mm -hmm. said, I'm going to do this, it's not you. There's Mm -hmm. something else Mm -hmm. there. Create, create an agreement with yourself that works for you Mm -hmm. because if you're not looking forward to it, so say you're, um, if you're a person that's not a morning person and you're like, I'm going to get up and work out at 5 a.m. every single day, right? And you're not a morning person and you setting break that. Up for disappointment, yeah. Literally setting yourself up for that. It doesn't work for you. It's not your fault, right? It's just you have to work with who you are. We're all yeah. built differently, right? So if a noon workout or a 6 p.m. workout works, go with that, right? Do yeah. what feels good because if you don't look forward to it, you're not going to do it for very long. That's where that willpower mm-hmm. comes in and willpower – Willpower is not for a marathon. Willpower is for a sprint, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can't make yourself do that for Marley's so long. Marley's just dropping all the nuggets over here. <laughs> so many quotes <laughs> I want to be writing down right now. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, yeah like, it's just, it's, it's, this, it's this conversation that you have to have with yourself because you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. I see that all the time right. too, and I'm sure you do as well, right. you know? Just because someone else works out really well at 5 a.m. has nothing to do with you. You're a unique person. And embrace Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to create your life to your own advantage. And that, that's all these successful people do, right? Like, yes, you can model successful behavior and we can see how people do certain things, but you have to take what works for you. Mm. You know, and that's not to say we can't grow and like, you know, push ourselves to do something, but it's got to be something that you want to do. Yeah. Because if it's, if you're dreading it the entire time, you're never going to be able to like fully transition into that, mm-hmm. that way of being. Cause it's just going to be awful. Like you're just not going to like it. You know? I love, I love that you're saying that. Cause I've, I've come to realize with myself and my own journey that the reason why I feel like I'm in such a great place where I love my body and I appreciate my body is because I've been able to find the joy in everything that I do everything that I do, I find that joy and it lights me up. And that's why I want to keep showing up for myself because I'm not torturing with myself with the stuff that I don't enjoy doing. Right. And how miserable is it? Right. Like I spent years doing that. I remember I would berate myself if I didn't get to the gym every single day. Mm -hmm. Right. If I wasn't in the gym and this this is a true story and just saying it sounds so crazy now, but if I, if I ate a carb or if I wasn't in the gym three hours a day, I would completely berate myself wow. for the entire day. Mm, that like, is, I'm sure that resonates with so many people. Yeah. 
And so, and now it's like, I've gotten to this point and it's, I'm telling you, it's yes, yes, work out, do the things that are good for your body. Absolutely. But where does that start? That starts in your mind, right? Why are we working out? Why are you feeding your body the way it needs to be, to be fueled? And Mm -hmm. if it's not stemming from a self-care, self-love place, Mm -hmm. it's not going to have this lasting, um, evolutionary feel, right? You're going to remain stuck because you're always going to be thinking that you have to have these rules of, I have to do this in order to feel good. Well, you don't even feel good when you're doing it, mm-hmm. you know? It's, so it's like, yeah. right? You know? <laughs> so I really, love the sh- I love that you're just like saying so many of the things that I preach on, you know, the Beautifully Built podcast. So many people have like heard a lot of this stuff, but you just say it so elegantly. I love it. Thank you. I, always, I always tell people too, like you, like I, I came about fitness and nutrition from the wrong intention. I was doing it because I hated my body, not because I loved my body. And I would yep. never see the results that everyone else around me was getting, you know, and yeah. I didn't understand why. And it was because I needed to switch that mindset and I needed to come at a place of love. I'm working yeah. out because I love my body and I appreciate my body, not because I hate it. Yeah. And I think that's why you, you have found so much success in what you do, because that message is so clear that mm-hmm. who you are and what your body is, is a gift. Yeah. And you've got, you've got to first find that love within in order to transition. Right. So you're not going to be 50 pounds overweight and hate yourself into love. It's just no, not going to happen. It doesn't work. Right? Yeah, it just does not yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. So you, you create that relationship where your body just balances and that's all it is, right? Whenever we're, we're overweight or we're doing things um, that aren't healthy or don't support ourselves, we're just out of balance, yeah. right? So like take, take it off, off of a pedestal, right? Take 50 pounds off of a pedestal or 100 pounds or whatever it is that you're trying to lose and understand your body just needs balance. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. You know, it just needs more nutrition to balance out or it needs some movement to balance out. It's not this, I'm, I'm an awful person and you know, like I'm less than others. No, you're just out of balance. Yeah. Like or, that's it. Just or I'm big boned and I was born like this or any uh, of those. So let's, let's dive into limiting beliefs a little bit because okay. you know I've been trying to really introduce this idea of limiting beliefs to people and really explaining, you know, or helping people recognize what some limiting beliefs might be that are yeah. popping up in their mind. So what are, tell us a little bit about limiting beliefs and what are some common ones that you have heard people suffering with? Yeah, totally. So uh, limiting beliefs stem from, they can stem from quite a few things, but if you think about your, your past conditioning of what did your parents believe? Mm-hmm. What did your, your siblings tell you about yourself? What was your, maybe a teacher said to you? That, get bully, ingrained. that bully on the playground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so the things that happen to us when we're younger become programmed into our subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind is only maybe seven years old right? But your subconscious mind is that it's your default mode. That's what's guiding every single thing that you do. And that's where your definition of life comes from. So think about what was told to you about life before you were seven years old, right? So did your mom say to you, um, well, that's just our genetics, honey. Like we're just overweight, right? Mm -hmm. So that gets programmed into you of that's, I have a thyroid issue or that's just our genetics. Like our family is overweight, right? So then you immediately have this belief about yourself of I am always going to be this way because my family is, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's almost like it becomes fact. And so it's ingrained. One of my own for an example. So like, um, I love my family to pieces, right? That's something that you have to recognize. We love our family. We love them so much, but unfortunately, you know, some of the things that they said might've stuck 
and right. kind of hurt. Um, so one of my aunts, she always used to talk about her thunder thighs and mm. how disgusting her thunder thighs were and her thunder thighs were so annoying and they looked like cottage cheese and blah, 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 blah. And I know that that hit my soul and stuck with me for so long. I was embarrassed of my thunder thighs. Mm. Yeah. And think about that just as a child, that's what's ingrained. That's what you lead your life from of like mm. being a little kid and just being ashamed of what your body is only because you didn't know, right? Think about when you're, you're three years old or you're, you know, like look at little toddlers. Like they don't care what they look like. They don't care about their, mm. they're what they're wearing. Love. Pure love. Completely pure. Everything is taught, right? So then you're conditioned into saying, oh, pay attention to this part because if you don't have this together, you won't be loved. Everything comes down to being loved, right? Mm. But so these, pro, the, these um, beliefs are programmed at a very, very young age. And so we accept them as fact and then we live our life from there as if they're truth. And it's not until we start doing this work where we really start diving in and realizing that our way of thinking is not is not permanent. Like it doesn't do, it doesn't dictate what life has to be. We can change our way of thinking to then change the way that we're living our life. Right. Like what makes the difference between you and someone who's, you know, a fitness professional, right? Like, yeah, we can call it, we can say genetics, we can say all of these things, but there's going to be a case. You're going to find someone who came from the 300 pounds overweight to now they're a fitness professional doing competitions. Right. So there's things everything, nothing is concrete. Yeah. And, and a so, lot of that comes down to knowledge, right? They, they might just have a little bit more knowledge than you may have, but that's it. <laughs> right. Right. It's, and it all, it's a decision and a, a belief of this is possible for me. And that's just yeah. re- really what it comes down to. So if you, but here's the tricky thing with our beliefs is that because there are beliefs, it's like a fish swimming in water. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for us to see them because we, we write them as truth. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can, one way is to just start identifying some of those beliefs is just look around your life and say, okay, what must someone believe for this to be happening in their life or for this struggle to be, or for their body to be like this? And you just break it down. You know, they must believe. So if someone is, let me think of one of my, my old ones more with, um, I'll go into to money because that's that's what comes yeah money's up, like, a good right one away. money is a really really good one. <laughs> that's I'm working so, with a lot of money limiting beliefs right now yeah so um, not too long ago I was my entire adult career I was working two jobs all the time and and so I just started breaking it down and I was like okay what must someone believe to be working two jobs and still just barely getting by. What must someone believe to be true about mm-hmm. life, right? Mm-hmm. And what I figured out was they must believe that it's all on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. They must believe that they're not supported by the universe, by God, whatever, your higher power. And they must believe that hard work hard, is yeah, required. It's hard. Everything's Re- got to be hard. Everything's got to be difficult. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hard work is required to barely get by. Mm. And so I started really, when that one came, I started really thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, is that true? I realized, is it? Does yeah. It is it true? Right. Right. Well, but what I realized is, you know, my entire life, my mom was a single mom. She worked her ass off and we so barely got saw. by. Yeah. Right. 
So that was, that was a, my parents were always struggling and they were always talking about how hard it is and how hard you have to work and how many hours you have to put in. Yeah. 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 So here's what you can do. Once you identify the beliefs, you break it down, right? Mm -hmm. So once you understand what the belief is, you say, okay, and this is my, I call this my five-step process. I haven't named it yet because I haven't taken the time to get a creative name, (laughs) but it's a five-step process. Um, First question is this actually true or am I making it up, mm-hmm. right? Is it actually true? Is this a hard fact or am I making it up? Two, does everyone in the world believe this to be true, mm-hmm. right? Jesus. Are other people are other people making a ton of money and not working that hard, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then um, number three, is it serving my highest good? Is this belief mm-hmm. serving my absolute highest good? And if it's no to all three, especially the last one, then it's time for a rewrite. Right. So you break it down. You invalidate the belief, which is so necessary when you're identifying these beliefs. If you, if you identify a belief and then you just try to cover it up with a, I am, I am, I am statements, you're literally just throwing a blanket over the old Mm -hmm. belief. You have Mm -hmm. to invalidate the old belief so that the subconscious mind sees, oh, this isn't actually true. So you create this void and it's a universal law. It's like a vacuum law or something. Whenever a void is created, it has to be immediately filled always. And so then you get to choose what it's filled with. Mm-hmm. So you break it down, invalidate it, and then rewrite the belief. Mm-hmm. And so I, I rewrote the belief of I make more than enough money working a comfortable amount of hours doing what I love. Oh, right? that feels so good. Doesn't it feel so much it just better? It feels good. Like feel that in your body. It feels so good. I'll tell you, when I did this, within three months, I got served an exit to my current job or my current Ooh. job at the time. Uh, in the form of voluntary severance, they said, whoever wants to leave will offer you double severance. And I was like, that's the universe speaking loud <laughs> clear on a silver platter. All I did. Yeah. Yeah. So took that right. No brainer. Um, took three months off work, went into to this other, you know, deep phase of just like, okay, because that was my dream What's job. Next? And I was miserable. Yeah. Yeah, I was oh, miserable there. Oh, that was your there. dream job too. That was my <gasps> dream job. Yeah. Wow. And I was what a cool story. Miserable. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so here's the thing though, when you're when you're at rock bottom, so say when you've lost everything, you know which way to go, right? Mm-hmm. But I was at this point where I had my dream job, I had a great boyfriend, beautiful apartment, everything was so good on paper and I was miserable, right? Mm. So it was like, okay, what do you, what do you do from there? You know? So I went into three months of just like total, you know, inner self-work of like, what is the deal? And, uh, within that three months, I ended up getting another job that was double what I was making before. So I quit that second job. Right. So mm-hmm. here I am three months. All I did was make a decision. I'm done with this. And I replaced the belief. And within three months I went to working 40 hours or less and doubled my money. So it's just the belief, right? And then within the year I started my business and then here we are, right? But it starts with the belief and then you will always get your beliefs. Life can literally, life cannot give you anything outside of what you believe to be true for yourself. And that's just, mm-hmm. that's fact. That is just hard fact. You cannot, there will be no amazing surprises if you don't believe that something is possible for you. Yeah. And it's just that you just got to sit back and think about like what, what's going on in your life because a lot of the things going on or all of the things going on has something to do with what's going on in your mind. Everything, literally everything. So our outer, our outer reflects our inner, 
Mm-hmm. So if you don't like something, like I, I wrote a post on this the other day, your interpretation of the world is literally all that exists for you. Right. Because, and it's, it's kind of a, a mind. It's a lot to you wrap your mind. It's, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, you totally can. It's, it's a mind fuck. Okay. <laughs> it's a mind fuck. It's a mind fuck because you'll, you'll start to say, well, no, 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 no. Because what about that person's interpretation? Well, it's still your interpretation of their interpretation. It's still your interpretation. Yep. You oh. can't get out of it. Right. So if you want to shift your life, shift your interpretation of what's happening and you'll, you'll see the thing you've ever heard Wayne Dyer change the way you look at things and the thing you look at will change. change. That's how you do it. Yeah. You get to decide what it is. Right. It all starts with you. Oh my gosh. This is the most but how freeing. episode ever. <laughs> oh. how, how freeing free though. Yeah. That's you, because that's you, you feel like you can fly because you're, you're free. So much pressure off your shoulders. Mm. When you take the responsibility, when you realize that you get to to create everything and you take the full responsibility, stop blaming, stop, stop blaming your mom, (laughs) stop blaming your boss. When you realize that you are the full controller of everything that's happening, that also means you get to create and destroy whatever you want, Mm -hmm. right? So if you don't like what's happening, destroy it, Mm -hmm. invalidate it, get rid of it, and then create what you want. Mm-hmm. It's all on you. And how so easy, cool. how easy is it to just blame? Oh, yeah. To just blame. I think that so many, <laughs> not my get, fault. <laughs> so many people get stuck in that and the blame game just because it's a little easier. It's a little easier than doing the hard work of recognizing what's going on in your mind, learning how to ruin it and, and rewrite the new beliefs. It's, it, that's work and it's work, but it is so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are very scared to look at themselves, like scared of what they're going to find. Totally. You know? And that, that goes to a scared, a lot of people are scared to feel, you know, they're scared of their own emotions. And that's, that's a lot of what I teach too, is like allowing that emotion to come up because the emotion that our subconscious mind labels emotion as almost as death, right? Like we're not running from saber to tigers anymore, but we're like running from, from heartbreak, right? Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, if you, but if we allow it, if we just allow everything to come up, deal with that old stuff and let it surface out of your body, then you get to be free to create and you'll, you'll feel this lighter version of you because you're not carrying around all that old heavy stuff anymore. So if you, you can make your peace with, uh, with looking at what, what's actually going on inside, then that's, that's where you get to be the creator that you're born to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love you. <laughs> I feel so good after, after being on this episode, Never mind listening to this episode. <laughs> Thank so you so fun. much for seriously just yeah. stepping so into your role here on this earth because it's so mm. powerful and it's so magical. And you know, Marley and I have known each other for, I don't know how long now. But, four months, five months. Yeah, but definitely just so awesome seeing everything come into place for you. And it's so exciting. I can't wait to keep watching. Yeah, yeah. so exciting. Thank you. That was the best compliment ever. Yeah. I so where can everyone reach out to you? Because I want everyone to connect with you and follow everything yeah. and work with you. So where can everyone find you? Come, 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 come see me. Um, so I'm most active on Instagram. So I do um, stories consistently. Mm-hmm. You can follow me. I do powerful tips of the day every day. So things that'll change your life and things that you can integrate into your day that day, because we can, we can learn things all day long, but if mm-hmm. we're not actually doing them, we're not going to change. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Instagram, I'm most active. 
I'm on Facebook. Both are just Marley Ansel. And then um, I have a, a freebie download on my website for your listeners if they want to go and get it. It's Transform Your Life in 30 Days. Mm. So you can just go I'm gonna to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> creativeandconscious.com. Uh, That's my, my company, my website. And uh, you'll see it. It's just on the homepage. Just click the free download and you'll get that. And um, yeah. And I, the, the main thing I'm doing right now, I'm putting together a group program uh, for later in the year, but right now I'm just doing a six month one-on-one accountability and mindset coaching. And that's my main thing I'm focusing on right now, but yeah, follow, reach out, love to chat with your people. I also love, I love that it's six months too, because this is, this is work. Okay. Everyone needs to realize that this is work and it's, yeah. it's not going to happen overnight. And it's, yeah. and it's, and it's something that you really have to be able to commit to. So I love that you're doing six months. I think that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a big shift. It's amazing how, how different it can be. Yeah. And you, um, just the, the significance of changes that we can create in just a year's time Yeah, is seriously, is unreal. Magical. You know, it's, it's unreal. And people think, yeah, people think it's going to take 20 years. It's like, no. Nope. Like, once you set the intention and you really want to do the work, mm-hmm. it can happen mm-hmm. very quickly. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart and just so many tips yeah. that I know, I know if people really, really take your advice and implement, they're going to see so much change in their lives. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you awesome. so much. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Of course. Anytime <laughs> you want to come on. <laughs> <laughs>